0: Hello and welcome to Bottled Up, on a mission to create conversations and make the mental health of men a top priority. You're joined by myself, Sunny, and Mayank, close friends from university who want to share the stories of everyday people on our platform. The reason? Because we are not alone. Before we kick this conversation off, thank you for tuning in and listening. If you haven't already. It would be awesome if you could rate, review, and follow our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your conversations. It makes a huge difference to our reach with these awesome guests and potentially life-saving conversations. And if you haven't just yet, it takes 20 to 30 seconds to leave us a review, and would help us out massively. Thank you again, and buckle up for another great conversation.
1: Since you and I have had a conversation uh, It has been a hot
0: minute It has been a hot minute I actually don't, I actually don't know if I If I look back at our thing More than a hot minute, mate What are we? We're at episode 55 The last time we had checked in was What? Episode 37 Cheeky rapid fire in the year ahead With Sunny and Mank Oh uh, my god That was 12th of Feb
1: 12th of Feb Oh my god <laughs> A lot has happened a lot is Since happened. the 12th of Feb <laughs> A lot has happened since the 12th of Feb, mate. Just to give everyone a bit of context, just a little bit of context before we jump into to recording, I am currently in my new op- in in a new apartment building. Um, we haven't quite uh, you've moved out. Organised the Wi-Fi. Out, yes, yes, I have. <laughs> we um we haven't quite organised our Wi-Fi at the moment, so um, I'm currently on my personal hotspot and our apartment at the moment we cannot get a single like bit of good connection. So I've had to go up to the terrace and I hope I don't wake anyone else up. I hope <laughs> my landlord's not over here, but like I'm currently um, in an apartment stairwell and I'm yeah. doing this recording mate. <laughs> we'll do anything for bottled up.
0: mate. I love the commitment. Just I love the bit. commitment. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's a couple of changes that have happened. Obviously you've moved out, but you haven't moved just out just, to the just slightly CBD. I think there's a, <laughs> there's a bit more of a story there, <laughs> which we'll touch into. Um, yeah. And, uh, when was the last time we recorded? What is, that was summer. What, yep. is, is February still summer? Or do we, do we get yes. into. Yeah, it is, right? Uh, and then we're in spring now. So it's as if nothing happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly, exactly. How have you been, mate? How have you been? I mean, you and I have obviously oh. had a chat. Um, we've, we've checked in with each other, sort of. Yeah, it's behind. A bit concerning if we haven't spoken Yeah, spoke yeah at a little all. bit. Um, <laughs> oh we've, we've, both, of us, both of us, not, not particularly behind the mic, but mainly over the phone. Um, how you been, mate? How you been holding up? Uh, I know you've you, you've yep. you've been yep. uh, doing a lot of different things.
0: Yep, mate. Uh, yeah, it's been been good. We've obviously been chatting quite a bit. Uh, uh, there's not many things that I can thank Optus for in this current climate, but there's one thing I can and stay international minutes. So um, that's been a godsend <laughs> <laughs> during this time. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> so, actually good. I'll give that uh, one. That was good. <laughs> um, yeah, if you know, you know. Um, but yeah got a free passport and a, and a free driver's license out of the whole situation <laughs> dude a lot of my friends have actually fallen victim yeah, to that. everyone's yeah. fallen victim to that nine point eight million or something ridiculous so oh I'm pretty sure Tulsha just came out oh. today or yesterday with they also had a breach, but it was um on a smaller scale than just their employees but look we're not we're not tulco we're, we're mental health, so I'm gonna oh, <laughs> use that as an opportunity <laughs> to switch topics right now um, but I think things are good we've got <laughs> Um uh, yeah, and I think things are really good um have been uh yeah i i I don't know I don't know where to begin um I almost feel like it might be a bit easier to begin with you, make I feel like <laughs> there's, a, there's 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 so much that has happened Beginning over the last me. like six or six eight ten months um uh on both on both mm. our ends um a lot has happened happened in our personal lives, a lot has happened mm. on the bottled up front um obviously, if you've been keeping an eye on our socials, we've been posting mm. a bit of that. Um, but so much has happened just offline as well, and um, yeah, I guess I guess summer yeah. is around the corner as well. So that naturally beckons a pretty reflective and, and fun period ahead. Um, so maybe maybe not summer yeah, for where you're at, but definitely. that's a, that is maybe a good gateway into. A <laughs> <laughs> where are you, Mank? Like like just just for those listening in, like you've got the same Australian accent. You're you've moved out of home. Uh, You've come back with a pair of glasses, which is a little bit new, but uh, we can talk (laughs) about that in a second.
1: <laughs> but to, um, just to put all the data to rest, for anything, mate, these glasses are actually real. Um, they are. They're oh, yeah, a proper oh, yeah. prescription. Oh, yeah. They're a proper <laughs> prescription lens. And, and do, do they make me look a bit wankerish? Maybe, but you know, I oh. still need them, mate. I still need them. <laughs> no, mate, you look a bit different to me. So, uh, I think that's the end of our recording. Oh, <laughs> oh god, mate. No. Um, yeah. Where, where do we Where do we begin with this, mate? Maybe, like, maybe, I, maybe,
0: I, maybe. Hang on. I've I've got a good question. So, like. Yeah. You're overseas at the moment. The last couple of months has been mm. quite a quite a uh, uh I guess a um uh, nomadic lifestyle for you. I guess you're not working, but maybe yes. nomadic doesn't really yeah. work, but um you're <laughs> overseas in Europe.
1: So I'm just going to just going to start off with mm. that. Why how When oh god, I feel like I'm back in primary school now with all these when, why, why, how, what. uh, (laughs) it's a four W's, a five W's. Um, all right, so where, where do we where do we where do we begin with this story, mate? Um so, I, I look, let me take it like right back. Like I, look, I don't think people really want to be hearing about my Europe stories. I don't think people are in the mood for that at the moment. So, I think it, the, the idea of moving overseas. So, yep. but, but let everyone know, I've, I've moved um, overseas, moved out of Melbourne, um, currently basing myself with two other very good friends um, in London at the moment. And I guess the idea kind of spurred. I, 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 yeah, I feel like I've always wanted to to move out at some point maybe obviously logistically that was a a bit of a quagmire over the past 2 years given given covid in melbourne <laughs> it's, a, it's a quagmire and a half i have not heard it that it was point a quagmire a yeah exactly so i like, i don't know like and then uh, sort of earlier this year i was kind of ideating about the idea and i think you, uh, i did drop a couple of hints in the in the previous podcasts um that we've uh that we've had not too sure if anyone's been listening to the previous podcast, but that's a bit, that there's a bit of a test for you. Um, yeah, let's, let's just
0: start with the assumption that they haven't.
1: Yeah, they haven't. So, yeah, okay, so they haven't. But, um, yeah, moved overseas. Um, and I don't know, like, it, it was – it didn't really hit me that I was going to go – that I was actually going to move until about a week before the departure date because it's a bit of a long, elongated process to apply for a visa, book the flights, see all the money leave my account and making sh- and just showing that you know i'm financially now tied to this decision um yeah that changes the game a little bit <laughs> yeah it changes the game just a, just a little bit and yeah we found ourselves yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so i know i know i know um obviously you've been like when we
0: chatted about it on the last episode uh this is something that you've been looking forward for quite some time and i think you like i'm always a big fan of um you know us knowing the answers internally like no matter what anyone says we know what mm. the answers are um and i think you knew that yeah. europe was something or not maybe maybe not europe but like moving out of home and then going overseas and spending that time abroad was always something that you wanted to do mm. i think even when um we went on exchange i went on exchange back in 2018 i still like remember hearing glimpses of you wishing you had yeah. come yeah yeah and i guess that was the start of you know you wanting to be overseas and, and being abroad so um mm. Obviously, you've you've travelled for a couple of months. You've settled yourself in London. Yeah, it's the start of a new chapter ahead. Like one chapter has just happened, which is, whoops, mm. just you're, you're travelling, and and the second chapter now is settling in and and starting your working life in London. So and starting, um, yeah. you know, one of the big things for you was uh, the stability component, and um, mm. you know, really challenging that um, mm. belief or that model that you had around stability and and sort of getting outside your comfort zone. And you mm. even took a couple of months without that. I think just traveling around and, mm. and, and using that time to, as you mentioned, find yourself. But um, <laughs> just looking back at the, the last two, three months uh, and, and where you are right now, um, is that still a concern for you, like stability and, and that? Um, sense of control, or do you feel like you've you've been able to let go a little bit?
1: Wow, I feel like I'm a guest on this podcast <laughs> that I'm that that I've host that I'm hosting with you. Um, <laughs> oh, mate, let uh, let me just. Uh, <laughs> oh, I feel like it's it's so weird being in the guest shoes, it's being in the hot seat here, mate. I'm, I'm getting a bit of I'm getting a bit sweaty. I don't <laughs> yeah, know what I'm to say. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know where to begin to, to kind of answer that question. Like, look, I, I think you and I have definitely had a discussion. Uh, one of the things that I, one of the things that I really do value in my life is stability and certainty and i think that really that stems from a lot of different places i think that stems from whether it be stability with from a family situation from a living situation from a financial standpoint and i think you do need a level of stability in your life i think i think that's super important with anything but like like you and i have sort of gone on this this or the whole journey with this project i think what we've realized is balance is key and if you live a life which is too stable and and too it kind of gets a bit more monotonous. Uh, it's as odd as it sounds. I think the height of stability actually for me actually was COVID. Um, we had a stable job. And we were very fortunate enough to get paid. We, you know, the, uh, we kind of knew exactly where we needed to um, be in certain times. You know, there was a curfew. I mean, like the, it, it, it was a very controlled kind of environment. But, you know, I feel like it, it's, it, I've sort of gone from absolute stability to absolute instability. And I think, um, it was definitely very... At the start, man, like, especially having sort of left... Gone to Melbourne Airport, you know, and having seen you guys off. I mean, I remember there was about 10 of people in the gang who were there to see me off. And I was just like, I'm leaving all these people now. And I'm going overseas for what? I don't know. But... um and yeah, like it, you sort of have that supporting structure around you at home. And then as soon as you go overseas, it's all taken, it's all kind of taken away. I mean, I, I, obviously, Jod and Safnan are my, are my best mates, but um, the whole supporting structure of family is kind of taken away. And um, you're literally just, just traveling and, and I literally have no agenda. So um, it, it, that was definitely very, very difficult for me. Um, we sort of starting off for the first couple of weeks. and I think, I think even like right now, it is a bit of a... It still is. It still sits a bit uncomfortable with me at the moment as well. Like I even told Jot like last week that I was feeling a bit homesick, but I think that's I think that's pretty natural. I mean, like it's part and parcel of you know, of moving out, yeah. and um, and, and I think at the moment one of the things that I really did in Melbourne and one of the actual another reflection point that I had was, especially in Melbourne, I was very I was a very busy person, and I think it's similar to you. Like we have commitments from like gym commitments, we have job, we have bottled up, we have so many other different commitments, you know, meeting friends, you know, just just doing everything. And Mm. going from that um, which kind of masked a lot of things for me going that having that much control and have, having such a structure in your day to absolutely no structure was a very very big adjustment because i literally woke up and i'm like what do i do now like there's nothing to fill my time now so it's like mm. what do i fill it with because i think like that was one of the things that really like that like caused me a bit of anxiety like not filling my like having no time fillers in the day while literally just sitting there and like, just doing nothing and i feel like i'm, I'm so used to doing stuff and I was actually listening to a podcast with by the imperfects so I think I've definitely told you about the imperfects a lot a lot of the time Hugh van Kullenberg Ryan Shelton and Josh van Kullenberg I listened to one of their uh, podcasts and I've literally, I've really learned a lot from what they were what what they've been what they were saying and I think I even mentioned this on one of the panels that we were on um what one of the panels that you and I had um signed on to it was around life chapters um, and how, when people enter into different life chapters, um, they constantly are looking at the previous life chapters that they wish they were and wish they were there. So if, I think at the moment, because I feel like there's a definite chapter here. Like there's, there's one chapter, which was sort of pre Melbourne and post Melbourne. And I've always, I've constantly kind of like look back and be like, oh, I wish I was back in Melbourne when I, whenever I see my friends kind of hanging out in Melbourne, I'm like, damn, I wish I was there. I'm missing out on so much. Like even, um, one of, like we had a best friend surprise, um, surprise birthday party. I was like, shit, I, fuck, I really wanted to be there. Um, um, so I'm constantly looking back at, um, at different chapters of my life. Um, and I'm like, you know, what? I kind of wish I was there, you know, and it, it kind of, it, at the start, it was kind of like I kind of found it a bit difficult to sort of adjust to that kind of thinking and sort of always being present and always like enjoying where I am. Cause I know, in about ten years' time, I'll be in a different chapter of my life, and I'll be like, "Crap, I wish I was 25 again, doing this new whole Europe trip from the start to the end." Um, so, doing a bit of introspection, trying to journal a little bit more as well. So, um, and and yeah, like it was just, uh, yeah, last two months was it was just a really good experience of um, meeting new people, creating new connections, um, and yeah, just traveling with with Jody and and then traveling with um, traveling with a lot of other people. So yeah it, it was a it, it was a it was a really good time
0: there's um ha, have there been sort of any moments for you where you're like yeah this is why i've chosen to make this decision like as you're going through your europe trip or mm. even maybe now like i mean there's you know a year maybe even longer than a year still ahead of you uh over in london maybe two but mm. um mm. is there are there any moments where you're just like wow like this is exactly what i was after or i needed
1: yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a good question. Um, I I don't think there's an actual particular moment. It, it's an experience where I'll look back in like a year or two years time and say that's why I did the trip. Mm. I think that's like the, the the key sticking point. I mean, there was so many different moments. I mean, like there was one time, it, it was a cup it was a, it was a couple of weeks back. It was sort of in Croatia, and like it was a really like. It was just a, everything just aligned perfectly. I mean, we're standing outside a restaurant in a line. We're waiting there for like 45 minutes. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just go for a bit of a walk. And I went down this this little hallway, this little walkway. And I it, it sort of opened up onto um, a square, like a very a main square. And there were just a parade of people. But everyone kind of felt connected at that time. And there was this guy who... Who was busking right inside the square, and everyone was just dancing to the music that he was playing. Some literally, some random guy. I remember it was like a top hat. He was wearing a vest, white shirt. I'm um, sitting down on one of those like those bar stools, and he had his guitar in one hand, and he was like, he had his eyes like closed. He was in his own little zone and in, in his own little bubble, and he was playing the song. Um, don't worry, be happy. I, I'm not sure if you've heard that song. But it was it was a really famous song on one of those Amy ads back in the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, could definitely Google that. But it was just like a really like perfect moment. We've just everyone's just gone through COVID. Everyone has had like the shittest part like last couple years. But that moment was just like it, it, I don't know. It was, it was just something about the energy, something about the the vibe. Everyone was in their own little bubble. Like tr- literally, strangers were dancing with strangers. I've got, I even took a video of it. And it's definitely a moment where a moment or observation where, like, I feel like everyone just forgot about everything, all their struggles, all their stresses, and they were just like literally living in that moment, living in that living in that um, that little bubble that we were all in. Um, I'm probably the only person on this universe, by the way, who thought that at that time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it was definitely something that it was definitely something that stuck with me for some strange reason. but yeah, there, there were so many others, man. But I think that's one that that, that was a very simple moment that, that kind of stuck yeah. out to me. And, and, and yeah, it, it was obviously wasn't the reason why I did the trip in the first place, but it was definitely just something that I'll I'll, I'll remember for yeah. the rest it's of my a, life. I think. Yeah,
0: there were so many special moments like mm. that, and you're you're completely right. I think those moments you'll look back mm. at and like in a year or two's time and be like, okay, mm. wow, well, like didn't give that yeah. the appreciation it needed in the moment. So yeah,
1: um, yeah. It, it was similar, like, and that was like one of like the that was like one of the things that I like I, I yeah but one of the regrets that I did have was not going on exchange and I think you and you obviously you went on your exchange trip and, and you like traveled over there and, I, and when you came back you always had so many stories that you would tell me about mm-hmm. the title about you know about this night that night and like creating all these memories um and you actually forgot you actually for like for went and like a lot of job opportunities just to go and have that exchange experience, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do the exact same thing. So I'm going to take a leave of absence from my work. <laughs> I don't know about a lot, and I'm going to and I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but there, was, yeah, there was one. Yeah, yeah. So like, and like you know, these are things <laughs> yeah, that you yeah. that you remember when you're when, when you're much older. So, um, yeah, definitely, uh, yeah. De- de- definitely something yeah. that that'll I think stay with me. I think there
0: was a there was a really good piece of advice that I got when I went overseas because I had an internship over the summer, and so I was tossing up between taking that internship or going. Uh, on exchange, mm. and for me, obviously, like having that sense of sti- everyone wants a sense of stability, right? With with an internship, like you work so hard to tr- you know go through the interview rounds, the application process, mm. and then you land something. But I had a family friend of mine <coughs> that kind of just like mm. we're walking around. I, rem- I still remember it vividly. He was walking around Eastland, like in the town square, and he was like. If you take the internship you already know what's on the other end for you like best case you get an offer you come back and you spend some time you know Mm. finishing off your studies and coming back so it's a very Mm. linear path right of course there's offshoots Mm. to that but most likely it's a linear path Mm. Um, but if you take the exchange there's all these Mm. other doors that you don't even know now that will open up and you'll only be able to see those doors open up for you in hindsight and in, in reflection And I think something about that conversation just shifted the dial for me. And it was just like, yeah, like you're completely right. Um, I Mm. don't know what's on the other end of exchange, but there'll be all these doors that will open up for me. Um, Whereas I already, and I think it's an element of like, I've already been living my point up until that life at 21 years old. Um, Knowing what kind of the next movie is, obviously we don't Mm. truly know what the next movie is, but you kind of, move your chest pieces in a way where you you yeah. can sort of anticipate and, and understand what that um, end outcome is and I think part of me was craving a sense of uncertainty with what's ahead um, and I think you'll, you'll naturally find that over this trip like yeah. there'll be all these yeah. doors that will open up for you in in ways that you hadn't imagined and you'll look back at that mm. and be like yeah wow we're staying here like yeah. of course it's still great staying in Melbourne and, and all that like literally no problem with that at all um mm. but for you you but mm. for you you oh, kind of yeah. what that led to um of course there's offshoots to that but you, know, yeah. you kind of get the message
1: there so um <clears throat> yeah did you like when you when you were overseas and when you were on exchange mate like uh, of course there's, there's so much uncertainty that, that that comes with that did you have like a did you feel like vulnerable at any point about like sort of losing like touch with your friends and like losing touch with family or anything like that i, I know it was for you know, did, did you have any sort of vulnerability around that? Not really. I know
0: that probably doesn't make me sound great. I always had a sense of like stability with my friends mm. and family. I, I FaceTimed um, you guys. Mm. I, I FaceTimed uh, family. So that was fine. Um, I do remember and it was like <clears throat> with Baratha. Yeah. Baratha came over to my dorm room at that point in time. And mm. I think it was like week four of exchange. I had this really, really low depressive period for like a week. I don't know what it was, mm. but for like a week, week and yeah. a half, there was just this huge cloud that came over me, and I couldn't understand why. And I, funnily enough, I think Baratha was in the same situation as well. I hope he doesn't mind me sort mm. of sharing that. But we kind of mm. were just like, maybe it was just being homesick. like, um, And I think we all felt the same as well, but I remember just being um, with Baratha in the dorm room at that point in time and um, just like sharing kind of what was going through my head i think i shared a couple of things that was going on with family at that point in time for the first time actually so a lot of those things came up but um that week that week and a half kind of passed by and it was back on back on the um i guess high again so um it's interesting it'll, it'll definitely ebb and flow um but no i i didn't really feel because i i guess like i had a lot of close mates over there like spash met a lot of his mates um met people in london and i think that really made up for a lot of it but um i knew that when i came back i would have i would have the people back here again and i and it's kind of different for me because i had a set end period in in a way like i i knew that i would be back in in six months like i knew what my end point was but uh putting all the deep and introspective uh pieces of the puzzle apart. <laughs> let's, let's just park that to the side for a second. Tell us a bit of goss. Bit of goss. Give us a bit of goss. Oh. Give us a uh, what's been what's been what's been going on in other departments, mate? Other departments You've been a bit quiet. Even with me, you've been a bit other you know, tell us a bit of a mess ups, uh any nights <laughs> out, all that sort of jazz. You oh. know exactly where I'm going with this.
1: <laughs> we we do not have enough time on this uh on, on this session. I think we need a part two or a part three for that, for for, for the amount of stories that we have. Um <laughs> No, but interesting fact though, we have not we did not um miss a single form of transport at at any point in this trip. We do not miss a single yep. point of transport, which is wildly different to your to your girlfriend actually, who was um shout out to Harshtik, <laughs> yeah. who has missed about two flights. Uh... In a matter of two months, so oh, sorry, two weeks rather. So She's probably listening, in and she's just like, "Yep, yep, that's that's right." <laughs> she's learned
0: her lesson, though. We've 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 chatted about it, and she's like, "I've learnt my lesson, son. Here, um, so let's let's see what the learnings <laughs> are on the way back."
1: No, but you know, I, I will actually. I do have a story for you. Actually, a little bit of a story. You got your tea? Yeah, I've got my tea. I've got tea and water, actually. So tea. tea and water. All right so Jod and i um for those who don't know we obviously are consultants um on on the side of um on the side of being absolutely cooked units (laughs) um and we thought because we want we had the Jod and i were fantasizing about the idea of um potentially doing a bottled up podcast between you and me in person in london in around hopefully sometime next year And um, we were we were sort of ideating and sort of uh, visualizing this, uh, this 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 idea for for quite some time, and um, one of the ways in which we could expedite this process would be if we also got your lovely girlfriend Harshdeep on board with the with the same thing. So <laughs> we have spent the last two to three days trying to absolutely sell London to, to, to her. Don't think she's that, she's that amused though. Um, don't think she likes it as much as we do, but, <laughs> and mainly due to the, mainly due to the exorbitant rental prices that we are paying at the moment, which is currently costing my, my left yep. kidney by both kidneys. And also I'm also donating my, I'm donating my, uh, my nose to, um, for, for, for medical research as well. So, um, yeah. <laughs> i don't think you you or i won't have any problems donating our nose <laughs> Man, i'll tell you what I'll, I'll be more than happy without a nose
0: i would, I would do that without <laughs> the wrench yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. you and i you and i both know uh yeah. googling who needs yeah smell. exactly yeah who needs smell um but let's see what we've got uh. else here mate so, look so i think we've, we've done enough talking about me okay the, the life's not about me it's not always about me 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 make yeah. make make i mean there's all like you always say it takes two to tango my friend um <laughs> But I think it's 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 about time that I become the host and you become the guest. Yeah, that's right. How about that? Does that that sound good to you? Uh. Shift the tables. All right. So even though we even though we haven't sort of checked in, of course, you and I have been talking um, here and there. And the one thing, the one word that I can really describe to you. But I can really summarize your last sort of two months as a summation in, in one word, and I think it will just be absolute bedlam, bedlam, <laughs> <Don't>... chaotic, busy, <laughs> um, <laughs> bedlam. <laughs> you're a busy, busy man, mate. So wh- what have you been? What have you been doing, mate? What have you been up to? Like you, you had a marathon a couple of days ago. Um, you're doing, you're juggling three thousand jobs. <laughs> you do like two thousand tasks. You're bottled up on the side. You've got friends to meet, people with, people to see. You've got uh, you've got Jim on one hand. You're you're juggling ten thousand different things. I don't even think, um, I, I, don't, I don't even think David Copperfield could even um do could manage all of this, and he's a magician. So, um, explain to us ha, what's been happening in your life, mate. Uh,
0: yeah, it's it's been it's been busy. But I think uh, to your point earlier, I think I'm trying to redefine that. Actually, I'm literally um as of kind of yesterday, I had a conversation with someone and. Um And and I'll talk about that in a little bit more detail, but I think to your point, I think we're often so much in autopilot and having our days so structured out and things planned out in a couple of weeks ahead of time, which I'm very much guilty of doing that. But I think I'm in the process right now, like I think after the last couple of months, just redefining that because when you go through periods like that, you don't, I feel that you don't always truly appreciate everything because you're always thinking about the next thing. So um um it's been it's been a pretty pretty awesome period I think the last couple of months um a lot of a lot of things have been happening so obviously uh, moved into the new job awesome. um settling into the new role which has been awesome my sort of uh first foray away oh, from strategy uh, consulting or management consulting into yeah. <laughs> product which has been awesome I think i've found a bit of a sweet spot <laughs> yeah, found a bit of a sweet spot for product and and I just really enjoy it because I think it's the heart of a lot of different organisations, <laughs> um, and sort of the, uh, yeah, yeah the, a lot of bit of product to the, the beat. <laughs> yeah, the heart, of the beat, <laughs> the heart, <of> the beat. <laughs> yeah, um, but I no, did did my first half marathon uh, over the weekend? Uh, today's Wednesday, so it was on Sunday, which was uh, which is pretty awesome, uh, and it was pretty awesome because I have been battling an injury uh, for the last couple of mm. months and probably the last Bottle couple of years syndrome. called compartmental syndrome, which is. For those listening, (laughs) it's like shin splints, but (laughs) – exactly. Uh, It's like shin splints, but shin splints on steroids. And often with Mm. shin splints, it gets better as you run. Like often like you you hit like a kilometer or two kilometers and it kind of gets better. Whereas with compartmental syndrome, it literally 99 or 100% Mm. of the time, it gets worse as you you run. So um, going into the half marathon, I hadn't trained at all just because – there wasn't there wasn't an opportunity mm. for me to run more than like two kilometres yeah. without my shins hurting me. And on the day I had like mentally prepared myself and this is probably the toughest yeah. part, like mentally preparing yeah. yourself to do a marathon where mm. you're like willing to walk a big portion of it, knowing that your heart is completely fine, but mm. just because of your shins it like it's just isn't possible. So <clears throat> I was going into the the half marathon kinda of with that expectation <clears throat> and um it did it did sort of throw me around a little bit and um i've had a couple of friends and and work colleagues that have been Mm -hmm. awesome and and really supportive of that so um that has helped but Mm -hmm. i don't know what happened on the marathon day but i ran my first two kilometers my shin started killing me so i started walking for like next couple of k's so if anyone looks up my time you know you can probably see that the first five (laughs) k's or so was like incredibly slow (laughs) Um, And then at the 5k mark, Mm. I don't know what happened. I just looked at my watch and I was like, bloody hell, these are like 12, these are 12 minute kilometers. Um, I'm having people in bloody Pikachu costumes overtake me and like Game of Thrones costumes. So the fear, like the amount of fear that I was going through at that present time was just like incomprehensible. Um, Yeah, but you know, you know, you're in strife when you've got people in costumes overtaking you. Uh, And so at 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 the five at the five k mark, I was just like, i'm just gonna let's just run and let's just see where this takes me and I kid you not from five kilometers um till about nineteen ran. Uh, nineteen point yep. five kilometers i just ran um <clears throat> have never run more than uh three or four, kilo- never run more than three or four kilometers in my life um ran like fourteen kilometers right there um stopped for like <clears throat> two hundred <200 throat> meters just to get some water and uh, a bit of Gatorade and yeah. stuff like that and Robbie DeLima out of nowhere uh, comes and surprises me jumps in uh, jumps <laughs> uh, in nice. and starts running and we finished the final two case together so um, every yeah. every part of me was just spasming my calves yeah. my quads because um, I've never put myself through that distance before at all so um, yeah like I'm pretty mm. happy with it I finished in about two and a half hours um, yeah with a good like 20 minutes 30 minutes of walking in there as well so um i'm i'm like often people say that you get a bug after doing a run like this and i definitely have some sort of bug like i'm actually itching like i remember waking up this morning just itching to try and go for a run again and i don't know what it is so so yeah let's see it's i i think there's like something in me like i know i'm just going through all the details of the day but i think something in me like changed through that experience and i don't know whether it was just because i surpassed my expectations but just the energy of the day um being around so many people i didn't even expect to like run um it was you know it's 21ks a half an hour but ran about like 18ks of that and i don't even know how i did that and i think it's actually quite interesting like just being in an yeah just being in that environment around so many people that are like you're not like i think the brain like Mm -hmm. the brain can play awesome tricks on you man
1: so yeah um, I remember, uh, so I remember looking at your splits, Crazy. mate. So uh, I remember your your first five K. I know you mentioned that your first five Ks was like looks like pretty, pretty, pretty slow. I'm not gonna lie, mate. I Me, mean, I'm, I'm like, Sonny, mate. Like, oh, oh, this this was literally my face. I was like, oh, pace. What are you doing, mate? But then, absolute Elliot Kipchoge came out in like for <laughs> kilometer five to fifteen. I'm like, where did this even come from? So when you, when you when you say that you're a man, and I've known you for for how long, Sonny? What six, seven years? But yeah, yeah probably six, seven years now. You're a man who has always valued the gym and always valued the size, and yeah. uh, this is very, very surprising that you want that you've got the <laughs> running bug now, man. You're gonna turn into me. You're gonna turn into Skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let, let's see. Let's see. Like I, I know some, yeah. summer's coming around the corner. Yeah. I'd love to just
0: go by the beach side, mm. try give a couple of runs, and this change my strategy because maybe my shins just needed to warm up
1: a little bit, but they do go through just an intense amount of pain so w- yeah w- one of the things that i, w- I actually wanted to ask because this is a very and for those of you who don't know this is very non-sunny this yeah. is like this is i do not remember this I, I like like when you i feel like when you you're the kind of person who when he gets injured you always respect what the doctor says and stuff but this time you, you lit, the, the doctor literally said the words do not run yeah. and yet you still ran Mate. like do you regret the do you regret it
0: yeah, I do you love yeah. it. So yeah, my, my f- I went to a physio <laughs> and I went to a sports physician. So I had MRIs done and, and everything like that. So my advice was mm. not to run, um, at all. So like, mm. but yeah, you know you know me. Mm. I've got a bit of sensitivity to my uh, hip pocket. So uh, I knew I had forked out already for the half marathon, yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> look that that money non refundable. So <laughs> there might, it is, there it is. I might yeah. as well just rock up and give it my best crack. So mm. that's exactly what I
1: did. Mate, have you ever heard of sunk cost? The sunk cost principle? Man, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> believe in sunk cost. It's uh, a <laughs> you're goal. out there, oh no matter God. what. You take it, <laughs> um,
0: but uh, but no, it, it, yeah, it's good, it's good experience.
1: Yeah, I, I want to go back to something that you mentioned right at the very beginning of, of what you said, and of course the marathon. I think the marathon. Uh, uh, firstly, I think it's an incredible achievement. Um, I remember when when I did my first one. Um, the, it, like you said, I had a very similar experience to you. Like the energy that you get with with so many people running around you, all of you running towards a common goal. Um, it is just an it's a lovely experience, and yep. the weather as well was just on point yep. when, when when I did it. And also looked at your Instagram as well, and it looked it looked incredible. Um, I want to go back to one thing that you said at the start, and you said um, you're trying to redefine busyness. Yep. Yep. Um, and you said you know life's on autopilot, yep. and you know you want to try and redefine that. What does busyness? What did busyness look like to you before your real life, or your before your epiphany? And yep. what does busyness look like after? yeah and and what led you to this and what sort of brought you to that 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 decision point i think
0: i think it's always a great question i think i've it's been something that's been ticking away at me and i like it's been so it's been something that's been ticking away at me for quite some time and i have never been able to pinpoint it like i've always known that there's always a million things to do and i think that's true for anyone like anyone can create a busy environment around them if if they want to and I think the skill is in being able to protect your time and protect your emotional energy, that you actually still have space for creativity. You still have space to become the person who you are. Cause often when you are too busy, you sometimes you, <clears throat> I think you like you're, every action and every ounce of energy is taking away from something else. So it's just a matter of how you prioritize that. Um, and what was actually mm-hmm. the impetus for this? And I won't name the person's mm-hmm. name. Um, but I had reached out to this person for a bit of advice, maybe three months ago or two months ago, uh, and I was just like, "Hey, probably the only person I messaged." I was like, "Hey, <clears throat> um, you're someone I admire. Really love the way that you go about um, handling yourself and, and uh, like you know going about life." And uh, at that point in time, I was actually like looking for you know, true advice. Like I, I just like, I knew that something wasn't right with the way I was living my mm-hmm. life and <clears throat> I don't think I was enjoying life as much. Like there are definitely pockets of my life that I was really, really enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just felt that I was just like feeling mm-hmm. a bit burnt out, just like on fumes. And so um, the person was going through mm-hmm. um, a pretty busy period of time and was like, look, I'll get back to you in, in some time. But just being razor focused on what I've got in front of me at the moment. And then yesterday, um, the person sent me Mm -hmm. um, an eight-minute voice message. And the eight-minute voice message was like, hey, I just want to be truly upfront and uh, honest with you. The last couple of months has really surfaced a lot of things for me as I've been razor-focused on my my thing. And the person came out of true authenticity and was actually sharing that. Wow. They have realized that they've been a people pleaser for a long period of their time. Like long, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> They've been a people pleaser for for a long period, mm-hmm. um, growing up, um, and actually, it's a matter now around redefining what that looks like, cutting out a lot of things, and basically, the voice message got at like, "Hey, give me a bit of space because I'm always at the whim of other people's advice and other people's demands, and it takes away from the charismatic, creative soul that I am." And I saw something so like, I know mm-hmm. that that person he like that person he he acknowledged that. He wasn't answering my question but he was just like you know that the answers Mm. come from within it doesn't matter what i say but right now all i know Mm. is that the answers are within you know what you need to do um and for me i'm going through right now Mm. and redefining that for me and focusing on my parents focusing on my partner focusing Mm. on the people around me because i'm always at the whim of other people and i i saw something in that i know that person Mm -hmm. wasn't answering my question um sorry wasn't like you know trying to give me advice or be this like kind of hero providing guidance and stuff but in that role modeling and in that example yeah. setting um there was something that just clicked in me and i just want to give a huge thank you uh, to him if he is listening um that like <clears throat> that is a true model of of um authenticity and vulnerability um and something in that something in that eight minute voice message just like ticked in me because it was just like if he can do that, if he can set his boundaries in, in that thing, and that's not easy. He acknowledged that this is not going to be an easy voice message for you to, um, uh, take mm. in. Um, I think that for me just takes mm. something in my mind. Cause I'm always, I think like there's, there's always like, yeah. there's always people that are going to reach out. There's always people that want to catch up. Like, I don't think this world, um, like if you truly seek out those things, and I might be a bit naive, I might be, you know, generalizing a little bit because I know it's not true for everyone, but, it's very easy just to be at the mm. the whim of other people's schedules and demands. And I think if there's one thing we can live through in this lifetime, it's having control mm. of your own time, which is your own commodity. Uh, that's not something that's any, it's not novel, it's not new, but that is truly yeah. that like, you know, I would hate to mm. look back at my life, um, you know, later on and, and just be like, wow, like I didn't give myself time to be the true soul and um, um, creative person that I am. So um that's yeah. kind of high level there and and I think mm. I'm going to try and emulate aspects of that and and actually take time to um yeah take time to reflect on that because I I I think there's something special yeah. there. Um yeah. I'm kind of rambling on a little bit but hopefully that message mm. has come across.
1: Yeah, no. No, that no. The, I I genuinely love that. I love that. I love the authenticity part. I like I like it when people sort of come up and 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 say the like like it's like those tough messages I think like looking at the intention behind what they're trying to get at is super super important 100%. i think and that's one of the things that you and i have both learned the i guess like the last sort of yep. three years or two the last two to three years we have been doing this and i think when you hear when you hear those kinds of um words of advice not words of advice slash like you know people t- being upfront and honest well i think you can really find comfort in the fact that he was actually he valued you that much as a friend to even you know bring that up in the first place so i think that's a that, that's a massive testament to the relationship and connection that you'd have with him I already have like a huge amount of respect for him. Uh, And I kid you not, Mm -hmm. it was
0: the only person I messaged Mm -hmm. about this thing because I truly valued what he said. Of course, I've brought it up in conversation with people and and talked Mm -hmm. about it, but that voice message is just, Mm -hmm. and I I said this to him, it's like, this is a testament of your character. And this is exactly why I reached out to you and exactly what I needed to hear. And I think there's Mm -hmm. always something so special when you connect the dots looking back in your life that everything that you have and everything that you know is all within Mm. and everything that you need to hear at that point in time is there for a reason it's just how you take it and how you interpret it at that point in time Mm. and um you know he fully acknowledged like you know i hope this finds you a good headspace and and all that sort of stuff and um yeah it just like you know you just know when the dials are ticking in your head in the right direction so you asked me earlier about you know what does that what does that look like Mm, for me going ahead and i think um i think like in this world, and I've talked about this before. In this world, I think the challenge that we face as a society, to some extent, is that there's an overabundance of a lot of different things. There's an overabundance of tech. There's an overabundance mm-hmm. of you know, sugar. Um, a bunch of things. Like I, I think we're living in obviously, obviously that there's there's shortages yeah, yeah, in course. many ways. So I don't I don't want to just generalize there, but you know, tech, for example, um, there's an mm-hmm. over there's an, an abundance of that, and I think to really flourish and do well this is just my philosophy so i don't want to um speak for anyone else this is just what i believe in uh is that i think to survive and do well and and give yourself the right nourishment in this in this world that we live in right now is to put your own boundaries in place and i think that's so counterintuitive because us as humans mm. intellectually we know what works well for us and and you know the habits and um discipline mm. and, you know all these all these different things we know the things that Um, help us in some way intellectually but i think translating that into action and habit is often so hard and we take a long time to learn from our mistakes so that's the um, hardest part i think i think like realizing that we need boundaries and that they don't just appear out of nowhere they appear with discipline and knowing who you are and your values Mm -hmm. i think is a big step because we're only Mm. getting like tech is only going to be more ever-present like a lot of these other things are only going to be more ever-present and Mm -hmm. the earlier on you can start forming and thinking consciously about what your habits are the earlier on these can compound on itself over your lifetime and that's the way i always look at these things Mm -hmm. even your experience right now in london like Mm -hmm. everything compounds in the long term if you stretch that time horizon long enough and this experience Mm -hmm. that you're having overseas Mm -hmm. this will like (coughs) you're having it in your mid-20s this will compound on itself as you get into your 30s your 40s your 50s these experiences that you have now you know as opposed to which is completely fine later on yeah. in life but if you do mm. like not everyone has the opportunity mm. to do it right in, in their 20s but you know if you do it later in your 30s or 40s then those experiences compound on itself yeah. over a shorter time horizon at least that's my belief so um i i think mm. being a, being able yeah, to exactly homage to yeah. you know what's truly in front of you i think is a is a very important skill and, um yeah, I, I I I think as we get into summer, I'm going to spend a bit more time yeah. just like taking time to reflect and um, sit down on that because it was actually some th- yeah just being, being present and just like setting my own boundaries because I know it was something that was at the back of my head last year in summer and it was something I was trying to put in place this year, um, and that doesn't mean just like cutting mm. off people. It just means being able to respect what you truly want and what you're after in that point in time. You know, because <clears throat> a lot of times I'd be waking up and I'm just like looking at Mm -hmm. the day ahead and I'm like cool really grateful for everything ahead um but I just want to relax and chill out today um and I think sometimes we don't always get that flexibility um in the world Mm -hmm. that we're in so um yeah I'm kind of rambling on still very grateful for for everything it's just I'm going through Mm -hmm. quite a reflective period
1: no I love that I love that and I think one of the things that allows us to yeah I think the, the whole abundance point is I think is very important um I think like yeah like i think abundance i think even josh balia in when i josh balia episode even he sort of he sort of sort of alluded to this idea of abundance um, with abundance comes a lot of inputs and i think as like a as like you know as a as a human that's going through this world of you know like you said we're in abundance of technology abundance of um with technology comes abundance of connections and abundance of people you can meet and looking around it's like you're like a little kid in a candy shop kind of thing like as when when a kid goes into a candy shop he's always looking around looking at all the different opportunities and then you forget to be you just forget to be sort of sort of present and and sort of being a bit more purposeful and having those sets of boundaries yeah um So, yeah, I think it's it's like a very, um, it's like the inner child that's kind of coming out, I guess. But it's sort of like, you know, I think like you mentioned, everything sort of you you, you definitely need to set 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 boundaries in a sense Mm. that where you can sort of focus a bit more on yourself, be a bit more reflective, um, work on yourself a bit more. Mm. And and yeah, like I think there's obviously a lot of a lot of positives and negatives on on, on both sides. Yep. Yep. Completely agree. Well, well, there you go, mate. That there's there's both of us. I'm looking at the uh, looking at the time. Hopefully, people have made it to the end. By the way, um, I'm definitely definitely hoping. Yeah. But to sort of, I think to sort of wrap things up uh, of the of this lovely little checking. I think I've really enjoyed the check in, mate. I think I've, I've really loved it. I guess. Yeah. yeah I guess like I guess over. It's always new stuff that comes up. Always new stuff that comes up, mate. Um, we've i think from a bottom up perspective and i guess what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks i mean we, we, we've been working tirelessly sort of even though i've been overseas even though there's twenty thousand miles of, of ocean that is between us we still have been working together um we we recently on a panel um we, we were on our first panel with um deloitte i believe i think it was in their strategy team um and we've also you know been reaching out to a lot of guests and people have been reaching out to us for guests just to, to speak to and coming up we've got a very exciting lineup that's uh, that's currently coming up at the moment we've got uh yes. got hunter johnson um who is the ceo of man cave and stuff um and sunny mate i kind of say that you were actually on steroids in that conversation mate. that was probably the best like you were probably absolutely incredible in that episode so it's one of the best conversations that i've ever had to listen to i was a passenger of that conversation i was listening in and and, and, and taking it all in so well done on that mate and,
0: and 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 plenty plenty more episodes as well those are just a bit of a taste i think um we're obviously going to be continuing the podcast train, um finishing it off strong and I just wanna say like um I just wanna take the moment to like I know hopefully it doesn't come across the wrong way, but just sort of congratulate like the work you and I have been doing, Mang, with bottled up. Um mm. I was looking at the numbers the other day and uh our like if if you look at our year from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one and you compare it from yeah the listeners then to the listeners in twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two, like our listenership has grown by seven hundred percent. Um, wow and Dude. i think it's just like it, it sounds like a ma- <laughs> massive it's, uh, it's just you, when you start with a low base it, it it happens so it's all good <laughs> yeah it start, started with um, one
1: now it's at seven <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so that's exactly it so uh yeah like i i think um it's it's interesting like just like i've often said to a lot of people who have like asked me and even asked you man i think when you stick at something consistently over time um wonderful results can happen um we're not always about numbers mm. um but it's nice to look at those and be like okay cool
1: like people haven't lost yeah, their hearing listening definitely to us. So, and um yeah and also yeah. we also won the um uh, also given the way we're pumping our own tires here a little bit um we also uh well we also yeah. won the uh we also won a school award so um our my old high school um had actually recognized bottled up for the work that, that the bottled up's been doing um and we got the young alumni's award which is very good um a lot of uh, it was a very very surprising um very very surprising but um also very very grateful that we that, that, that bottled up managed to win that award so um very 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 grateful for 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 that as well so thank you to the uh, young old Haleburians um society for that yeah yeah no
0: it's it it's it's nice to like i know sometimes we don't often take the time to uh reflect and congratulate the sort of experiences that we have uh right now in 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 the world and and what's been going on in our lives but i think it's nice just to like reflect and, and share those experiences so definitely um awesome yeah I'm, I'm i'm just most grateful that people haven't
1: lost their hearing um <laughs> mm. <laughs> very <laughs> surprised <to> uh, <laughs> definitely definitely um well i think that's pretty much it on on my end there sunny uh i think that's the uh that's our check-in check-in done mate so um very 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 fortunate to have had that that is it, that is it. um nothing else from my end mate anything from you uh, oh, we've got a rapid fire. Just
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got like six questions. I'm just gonna put up <laughs> Kid, I'm kidding. Oh, um, all right.
1: Uh, I think we have ram- I think we have rambled on enough. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, we
0: started with your story, not mine to begin with. So um, at least you know we'll see the listenership numbers and people have probably made it through the first <laughs> no, half. No. Um, um, mm, but yeah, definitely. thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Um, <laughs> this is Sunny starting off. This is Mang signing off.
1: And that's a wrap for this episode. If you're enjoying our conversations, please help us out with a quick rate and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All the conversations are recorded in video, so check us out on Instagram and Facebook at our handle at Oz. Drop us a comment or a message if any of these conversations resonate with you. And most importantly, please share this podcast with anyone who might need it. So as always, this is Bottled Up. Thanks for being part of our family and see you next time.